nationalist sport, community games. Carlo Community Games holds its AGM. Article by Mairead Breen. Ballon Ratho hosted Carlo Community Games' recent AGM in its community hall. Turnout was impressive and buechus to all areas who sent delegates. This was the first in-person AGM since November 2019 and both national and county community games were praised for remaining a beacon of light through the gloomy days of the pandemic and continuing to offer some semblance of normality to our children. Chairman Paul Doog and Councillor Finton Phelan were both acknowledged for the huge behind-the-scenes effort they have put into bringing the National Athletics and Cultural Finals to Carlow once again in 2022. Outgoing Games Director Liam Lyons was profusely thanked for his 22 years volunteering in that role as well as his total 40 years volunteering with Community Games. Liam will continue in an advisory role to his successor, Barry Byrne. A presentation was made to acknowledge his ongoing dedication. Vice President Dick Fitzgerald was surprised with a sumptuous cake to celebrate his recent 80th birthday milestone. As Liam Lyons aptly quoted, The backbones of the organisation in our small county are still strong and holding solid for our successful structure to stay in place. Carlo is looking forward to a comprehensive programme of events in the coming season. The timeline of county events will be available shortly. Officers for the coming season were returned as follows. President, Mrs Catherine Kern. Vice President, Mr Dick Fitzgerald. Chairperson, Mr Paul Doog. Vice Chairperson, Mr Finton Phelan. Secretary, Mrs Eileen Lyons. Assistant Secretary, Mrs Deirdre Byrne. Treasurer, Mrs. Stephanie O'Brien. Assistant Treasurer, Mrs. Nicola Doyle. Development, Mrs. Olive O'Byrne. Games Director, Mr. Barry Byrne. PRO, Ms. Mairead Breen. Assistant PRO, Ms. Linda Lyons Byrne. Child Officer, Ms. Valerie Coulihan. Youth Officer, Ms. Cleva O'Neill. Carlo Soccer, Nationalist Premier Division. Champions come from behind to beat Dogged Kilree. Article by Harry Shorthose. The score, New Oak Boys 2, Kilree Celtic 1. New Oak had to come from behind to survive what had the potential to be a banana skin for the reigning champions against a Dogged Kilree side whose defence and goalkeeper Nathan Byrne were in top form. It was a game that, should New Oak win the title in May, they will look back on and point to as the moment they clinched the title. Kilree held the champions scoreless for 67 minutes and for a long time it looked like they would pull off a huge upset. Alas, it wasn't to be, as the popish side dug deep, as champions do, to see the Bagnallstown side off. The size of relief at full time from the home side showed the significance of the win after they struggled in front of goal. New Oak also lost their captain David O'Shea to injury halfway through the half. Kilree put it up to the hosts from the word go. Alan Salter had an effort from the right saved by Keelan Gaffney as early as the third minute, with the resulting corner kick from the right cleared. A minute later a Gary Dillon free kick was hit over the bar. A Lee Walker effort for New Oak was cleared off the line with five minutes gone. A cross from the left was played into the middle for Jordan Harmon, but he couldn't get to the ball. A minute later, a Harmon cross was played into Roy Byrne at the back post, but he just couldn't get to the ball either. 
After 13 minutes, a Mark MacDonald free was hit over the bar. A minute later, Kilree took the lead. Brian O'Rourke found himself in space in the box one-on-one with Gaffney in goal and slotted past him to shock the home support. Six minutes later, O'Rourke could have made it too when he found himself in space in the box, but Gaffney came out to deal with the threat. New Oak seemed to wake up from here, and with 20 minutes to go to half-time, a Harmon corner kick from the right was cleared. Three minutes later, Byrne's effort from the left was saved. Byrne in goal fumbled with Lee Walker trying to take advantage, but he managed to get control of the ball. A minute later, Keane Dowling hit the crossbar from the left-hand side. With 12 minutes to go to half-time, Byrne had an effort from the left saved and Dowling saw his effort saved five minutes later. Harmon went close from the left but hit his effort into the goalkeeper's arms. With a minute to go to the break, a Dean Kelly free kick from the left was played to the back post and back into the middle for Chris Birmingham, who hit his effort wide. New Oak made a couple of changes at half-time to try and change the game as Paul Broderick and Will Hayes were introduced for Byrne and Harmon to try and add more threat down the channels. Two minutes in, a Broderick free kick was hit wide while Chris Blake had a free kick saved at the other end. Ten minutes in, Kelly had an effort from the left saved and Broderick's rebound was cleared off the line. On the half-hour mark, Kelly hit a free kick off the wall and a minute later, Cahal Gaffney headed an effort wide from a Broderick corner kick on the right. Another Broderick corner from the right was headed wide by Walker. On 67 minutes, Kelly levelled things up for the hosts when his free kick from the left curled in at the back post. Three minutes later, New Oak were in front, Dylan Keatley's cross from the right being knocked in by Walker into the bottom left-hand corner. With 11 minutes left, a Walker corner kick from the left was palmed away by Byrne. A Dean Kelly free kick with five minutes to go was hit over the bar, while three minutes later, Kelly hit an effort from the right wide as they clung on for the win. And the teams. New Oak boys, Keelan Gaffney, Dylan Keatley, Keen Dowling, Cahal Gaffney, David O'Shea, Lee Murphy, Connor Byrne, Dean Kelly, Lee Walker, Roy Byrne, Jordan Harmon, and the subs, Chris Birmingham, Paul Broderick, Will Hayes, Lee Gordon and Greg Sekula. Kilree, Nathan Byrne, Stephen Crow, Dara O'Mara, Victor Watkins, Stephen Salter, Paul Kyo, Alan Salter, Gary Dillon, Chris Blake, Mark MacDonald, Brian O'Rourke. The subs, Jerry Yates, Dylan Doyle, Peter Abbey. Carlo Soccer, Coffee Lady Women's League. Dempsey steals the show in Mills win with well-taken hat-trick. The score, Dean Celtic 1, Mills Celtic 7. The Ballytour outfit travelled to Kilkenny on Sunday afternoon, looking to preserve their 100% start to their league campaign, and had no bother in doing so. In tough conditions at the Prince grounds, Mill were quick out of the blocks and raced into a three-goal lead with Catherine Dempsey netting a hat-trick. This allowed Mill to relax in possession and pick their passes. Runners from midfield causing problems for the Dean defence, with Nicole Heaney netting a brace. Dervla Byrne got in on the act with 20 minutes to play and Rachel Whelan scored her customary goal. Best for the winners were Mag Nolan, Chloe Foy and Sarah Hogan. Kilree Celtic 1, New Park 12, article by Pa Dowling.
This was always going to be a tough encounter for the Bagnallstown club, but there are signs of improvement week on week. They matched their illustrious opponents in every department for the opening 20 minutes, but after a quick-fire hat-trick by Kellyanne Moran, their heads began to drop. Kilry scored their first goal of the season, and it was worth waiting for, with a sublime strike from distance by Lauren Kelly. This only seemed to spur New Park into action, and they added three more before the break, with a brace from Gemma Costigan and one from Jenny O'Keefe. The second half was more one-way traffic, and it became the Kira Delaney show, as she netted five times in a 30-minute spell, and the scoring was completed by Maddie Lawson to round off a comprehensive victory and reward a fine team display. Rebecca Doran, Ellen Condon, Natasha Dowling and Caitlin Doran were best for Kilry. Carlo Soccer, Carlo Cup, Round 2 Kane's Brace sends Bagnallstown through. Article by Kean Madden. The score, Bagnallstown 3, Castle Rangers, nil. On a blustery day in Bagnallstown, it was the home team who advanced with a comfortable victory, where both teams started with the bare 11 players. Bagnallstown began well and dominated much of the first half. The deadlock was broken on 20 minutes when a long ball over the top found Matty Curran, who was pulled down in the box, with Jimmy Cullen converting the spot kick. Another long ball from Nathan Holden found the ever-willing Robbie Kane to make it 2-0 which it stayed until half-time. Castle began the second half better, but found it hard to break down the town defence. The wind played havoc for much of the half, which made it difficult for either team to play any sort of decent football. Castle's best chances fell to Jason Kyo and Rory MacDonald, but neither could find the target. Town did score a third late on following a great run by Robbie Kane, playing at 1-2 with Dion Wall and Kane finding the net. Best for town were David Miley, James Hickey, Dion Wall and Robbie Kane, while best for Castle were Paul Preston, Dale McGee and Jason Kyo. Carlo Soccer, Nationalist Premier Division Cretillard in fine scoring form. Article by Tom Begley. The score, Cretillard United 7, St. Patrick's Boys nil. A devastating first-half showing by United and Lee Salter saw them ease past St. Pat's to maintain the pressure on New Oak at the top. The opening goal arrived on 11 minutes. Jack Brady's ball over the top released Salter and he held off the challenge of Anthony Lawler to slot home. With Pat's struggling to get into the game, the second arrived shortly afterwards, this time Craig Comerford opening up the visitors' defence for Salter to net again. The game was as good as over when Salter netted his third from the penalty spot on the half hour. Never aside to ease up, Cretillard added three more before the break. Garrod Cudahy crossed for David Kelly to head home at the back post for the fourth before Cudahy got on the score sheet himself after United were awarded a second penalty. Kelly finished off the first half scoring with a neat volley. Comerford again with the assist as Cretillard went into half-time, 6-0 ahead. Pats managed to hold it together in the second half and created a few half-chances for Liam Byrne, Chris Gall and Jamie Malone, but all were wide of the mark. At the other end, Danny Curry made a couple of fine saves to keep Cretillard at bay, but United did have the final say as Cudahy netted his second late 
as he controlled Danny Doyle's cross and slotted a seventh for the hosts, who had standout showings from Craig Comerford, David Kelly and Danny Doyle. The best for Pats were Chris Gall, Danny Morn, Anto Lawler and Dylan Costigan. Carlo Soccer Results Roundup Nationalist Premier Division Cretillard 7, St. Patrick's Boys 0 Hanover Harps 2, Dolman Celtic 1 Ballymurphy Celtic 2, Kaleshin FC 3 New Oak Boys 2, Kilry Celtic 1 LFA Under-19 Cup, Hanover Harps 5, Malahide United 1 Carlo Cup Round 2, Bagnallstown 3, Castle Rangers 0 Cretillard B, 0 Vale Wanderers A, 4 Kaleshin B, 4 Ardatton, 0 St. Pat's B, 2 Balting Glass, 2 6-2 to St. Pat's after extra time White's Pharmacy Division 2 Burns Celtic, 8 Slaney Rovers, 0 Vale Wanderers B, 2 St. Joseph's FC, 2 Douglas Jewellers Carlo Cup, Round 2 Round Tower Rovers, 1 Nurney Villa, nil. Coffee Lady Women's League, Dean Celtic 1, Mill Celtic 7. Kilry Celtic 1, New Park 12. JF Sports Under-19 Cup, Vale Wanderers 1, Bally Murphy 3. Rugby, Leinster League, Division 2B. Carlo score 7 tries in final game of the season to ensure third place in league table. Article by John Shirley. And the score, Carlo 45 points, Clondalkin 20. In their final Leinster League game of the 2021-22 season, a seven-try fest by Carlo at Oak Park on Saturday consolidated their third place in the Division 1B table. However, even with a 45-20 win scoreline over bottom-of-the-table Clondalkin on Saturday, Carlo were still 18 to 20 table points adrift of table toppers Wicklow and Boyne. In all, Carlo scored seven tries against Clondalkin, five of them in the first half. Clondalkin, who only had a three-point penalty goal at the interval, actually outscored the home side in the wind-assisted second half. More importantly, with the Provincial Towns Cup starting next weekend, the manner of Saturday's win helped excise some of the problems Carlo experienced in last week's game against Tullow. This was the bounce back that we wanted this week, said Carlo coach Corey Carty. After last week's loss, I asked for a response and we got one. We played with accuracy, making good decisions with the ball which stretched the opposition defence. The upshot of the approach was that six of the seven Carlo backs scored tries, including Sam Cullen, Dave McDermott, Dan Crotty, Kayvon Brennan, Johnny Crossley and Alan Owens. Connell Slater chipped in with another try from his role at hooker. The strong wind made line-out throwing hazardous, but Wes Shirley still managed to secure a few of his hallmark steals. In the absence of the first-choice props, Carlo did well in the scrums. On the open side, Owen Edgehill has come up from playing in the second and back row. On the crucial tight head side, Kean Clark has emerged as an important cog for Carlo this season, both on the firsts and seconds. In between the two props, Connell Slater had a good game, making a number of charges up the middle. At number 10, the youthful Alan Owens is growing into the position with each week. 
Against Clondalkin in the absence of Richard White, Alan Owens took the place kicks and only missed one conversion. All the attention in Carlow has now turned to the start of the Towns Cup next weekend. On Saturday, March 5th, Carlow J2 side host Burr's first side at Oak Park in the Seconds Cup. On the following day, Sunday the 6th of March, Carlow's J1 side host close rivals Longford in Oak Park. This game is expected to be a close encounter with Carlow hoping that home advantage will get them over the line. In their Leinster League matches this season, it ended one win each. Both sides won their home matches. For next weekend's Cup games, Corey Carty expects that a number of players out because of injury or COVID, etc., will be available for selection next week. The Carlow J1 team, Clavon Brennan, Callum Murphy, David McDermott, Dan Crotty, Sam Cullen, Alan Owens, Jeff McDermott, Owen Edgehill, Connell Slater, Kean Clark, John Lyons, Wes Shirley, Captain, Evan Gordon, Paddy Mackey, Connor Tracy. The subs, John Farrell, Alan Byrne, Rhys Edgehill, Cormac Murray, Johnny Crossley.